Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and I'm here with my guest, Dustin. Hey, what's up? I'm Dustin Chow. Uh, I'm a senior from San Francisco, California. Yeah, so Dustin and I met from Study Abroad. I remember on the trip, you were like always talking about like the craziest things you've ever did. And also, you faked your age. <laughs> well, faking my age, not really. Well, but basically what happened was um, we went to China together for a study abroad and (laughs) Dustin told everyone that he was turning 18 during the trip. And um, in China, 18 is like when you become an adult and um, it's legal for you to drink and everything like that. So we were all like, oh, happy birthday, Dustin. But a few days later, you told us you were born in 2002, right? Yeah. And then we were like, Dustin, that means you're not 18. It was 2019, so you'd only be 17. We were like explaining to you the math. And then you were like, no, no, no. You start at age one when you're born. And we were all really confused. No, that's how it is in like Asian countries. You start, you start at one. I didn't know that. So <laughs> I technically didn't. I technically faked it. But... You know, half of half of the trip was study, half of the trip was adventure. Adventure. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I feel like you made it really wild. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, without me, things would be, I don't know. Like picturing myself out of the picture, I feel like some parts of the trip would have been bland, even like the more exciting parts. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. I remember every time you would come to our classroom um, with me and Kennedy, mm-hmm. and uh, we would jam out to Canto songs. Yeah, those old Canto songs from the 90s, man. Good times. Do you miss it? Do I miss it? Yeah, I miss being in China. Oh, um, you know, I remember when we were there, you told me you actually applied to the trip without any scholarships, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the majority of us, we went there because we had, like, a big scholarship. Mm -hmm. That's why we could afford to go there. So do you want to explain, like, why you wanted to go, like, of all the places, why you wanted to go to Nanjing, China instead? Well, this trip was my second choice. It was actually way cheaper than the one I was planning to go prior. Um, What was your first choice? It was, like, study abroad. With a different program. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. And then, you know, that was just way too expensive. Even if I was going to go with the scholarship, it would still be way more expensive than what I would pay. With and so just wanting to go on a trip in general, like, I felt disconnected with, like, my culture. Even if I'm more of a Cantonese, I was raised in more of a Cantonese household, like, it was still a good opportunity to like go back and to see what like my culture really is to like embrace myself in the culture and um, remember where my roots were, you know, as like a Chinese American. Yeah. So I noticed that you're a senior this year, right? Yep. And because of quarantine, um, you're missing out on a lot of senior events like prom and grad night and even your own graduation Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if San Francisco has the same policy as us. Or, like, I think, like, each school is also different. Mm-hmm. But I know some schools are doing, like, online graduation. Like, what's going on with your school? Well, what we plan to do, right, is um, um, they divided the senior class into two halves, like, through the alphabet, uh, A through Z. And so mm-hmm. we have our cap and gowns and stuff, and we have all that stuff ready. So we're actually having an in-person graduation in, like, the first week of June. But, like, the cl- the whole class is divided. So I guess, like, the risk of um, getting the viruses down is, like, lowered. But, I mean, I know, I, know so- I know some schools are, like, not having graduations at all or, like, having mm-hmm. non-in-person ones. And, I mean, it kind of sucks, but some things you just can't, can't, can't change. And regarding, like, um, senior events, like prom and grad night, I wasn't going to go to grad night, uh, first of all. It was expensive. Like, 500 for two days at Disneyland, man. Yeah. And we had to to go there ourselves. I was like... Oh, no travel fees? I don't think so. I didn't didn't look too much into it because I knew right away I wasn't going to go, but... I knew it was, like, Mm -hmm. really expensive for what you're getting. Yeah. Even here in Southern California, Mm -hmm. right, Um, it's, like, a 20-minute drive without traffic to get to Anaheim. And, no, no, actually, it's, like, a 10-minute drive (laughs) if we don't have traffic to get to Anaheim. But, yeah, even we had to pay, like, um, around, like, 200 or like 100 something i'm not sure but yeah that's crazy how you guys from san francisco are coming down here to go to disneyland for grad night it's crazy i didn't i didn't want to it was not a smart financial decision is what i'll say Mm -hmm. and prom i i went to prom my junior year i was i was i was close to not going junior year because i was like man i don't need to go prom I, I thought I was too cool to go to prom, but like, I was like, my mom convinced me. She said, Dustin, I didn't get to go to prom. You have to go to prom. I was like, well, okay. So I went and kind of glad I did, actually, because like, half of prom is um just being there with your friends and knowing that like, you're having fun, messing around, knowing that in due time that you might never see each other after graduation. That's how I felt uh, among the feelings of partying, um, screaming, and yelling. (laughs) Um, For me, actually, like most of my friends are juniors. And so I'm currently a sophomore, Um, but most of my friends are uh, juniors. And for prom, like, they're planning on going to senior prom. And uh, they all really want me to go. But for me, at least, I don't know. I just, I really don't see, like, the necessity of it. Like, I get it. It's an experience. But also, it's a big financial burden. And just, like, Is there, like, It's not vibing. Is there, like, a price to go? I mean, there's a price for me to go, too. But... Yeah, um, for us at least, I think it's like ninety dollars for one ticket, hey. and 
Yeah, I think that's like the general price for prom. I know like the school surrounding us is even more expensive, yeah. but their prom is like wild. Man, I paid a hundred dollars for my prom. Dang. I mean, that's... I get. Yeah, it was expensive, but I mean, mm-hmm. like, ex- as expensive as it was, I feel like the experience is something that you really can't experience somewhere else. And that might mm-hmm. sound like someone that that sounds like something uh, someone that peaked in high school might say, but like, I feel like that that's a little true. Partying with your friends, even though you can party somewhere else too. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a feeling you really can't explain or I can't explain, but um, I feel like you should go. If not junior year, senior year. Well, yeah, I'm still debating on it. My mom, like, she, she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. She was like, um, you should go if a guy asks you out, but otherwise you shouldn't no. go. And I was like, um, even if a guy asked me out, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I know people that ask, like, dates out to prom, and it's like, man, they had, had a a less than ideal experience because they felt so obligated to like stick around them and hang out with them. Like all of the, yeah. like those three hours that you're at the venue, like you're not going to have fun that way. So. Exactly. I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I'd rather spend my time with my friends and not with someone that I barely yeah, know. Just cause they asked you out. Yeah. And like for me, at least uh, I'll feel really guilty if I, like, reject them, or, like, I know it's not, like, a very smart idea, but I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you know? Well, I guess, yeah, it's true. Funny story is, today, actually, there was some random guy who wanted to follow me on Snapchat, Mm -hmm. or, like, they tried to add me, and I had no idea who this person was. Uh Um, So I sent the guy a snap, of like a black screen and a text i was like hey do i know mm-hmm. you and then the person responded through the text and um he was like nope and then <laughs> that's all what? I said. and i was like uh okay and i was like okay haha what's up and he was like i'm happy what i don't know it's just a little bit weird but um you know i found out he's like an aspiring music producer his music's pretty cool i follow him on instagram and you know oh did you minimal you put your snap on insta no i uh, don't no on snap i asked him i texted him uh, right i was like uh because i wanted to see his face <laughs> in case like he was like a pedo or something yeah. and um so he gave me his instagram and i like just like looked at his page and but uh, he's really chill he seems mm. chill yeah I, I don't know why why did i talk about this wait right yeah <laughs> i was like man i've i've i messed with it i messed with it yeah speaking of you were like a pretty popular student in your school right and you were on the football team for a while too mm-hmm. i remember like i think a week ago or something um when we had our study abroad reunion mm-hmm. you told me you were like oh you're not in football anymore and i didn't know that at all because 
uh, when we were on the trip, you were telling me about like your football parties. And like, even when you came back, you like sent me snaps of you at like the parties and uh-huh. stuff. So do you want to describe your experience in football and, you know, being like the popular kid in school well, and ultimately why you decided to quit your senior year? Well, first things first, I, I never considered myself very popular. I was like, I'm the I'm that one kid or that one guy everyone knows. They're like, oh, yeah, he's pretty cool. But like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself very popular. Like, I get along with but you're saying that everyone knows you, so... They know me, but, like, they're not my friends. I feel like having a bunch of friends okay. is when you're popular. Okay, I, like, I see a lot what of, Yeah. A lot of friends that you connect with very well. Mm-hmm. But uh, talking about uh, my, my experiences in football, it was, like... It was an experience, a really good experience. It was my first sport I ever took seriously, like, ever. Because before that, I, w- I wouldn't consider myself very active, like, at all. I was a homebody. I, st- I-, I am a homebody. But, like, <laughs> I don't really know why I started doing it. I did it for a while. I did it my sophomore year and a little bit of my junior year. I, jo- I dropped out of that, too. But And I was planning to go back senior year. But um, it w- it taught me a lot about, like, discipline and teamwork and trusting in others because in, in football, if you don't trust your teammates, not only do you get hit, but everyone else gets hit if you don't do your part. Right. It was an experience that I would like to have again, but I probably won't. Well, I won't because I'm graduating and I won't because um, the work you have to put in and the time you have to dedicate to football is I did it. Just because I had nothing better to do. But uh, the time I turned into a senior or I became a senior, I just couldn't see myself dedicating that much time to it anymore. And um, it was fun. I, I had my had my moments. I made a lot of friends off it I would have never made outside of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like those really tough guys that you think are unapproachable, they're actually pretty cool guys. Although they might not be the smartest people. <laughs> Why I quit was, like, I don't know. Because right before summer, there's, like, uh, conditioning for football. And I went to all of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I was telling myself, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to China. I'm going to study. And I'm going to come back ready to, to, the t- to take on the challenges of football. And when I went to China, I fulfilled half of that. I barely studied. I did more of messing around and uh, being adventurous. And so it was more of like a self-discovery trip. Um, Less of me being a scholar, more of me being, um, (laughs) I don't know, a teenager? Is that what, would that fit? I guess like an explore. An exploration of something. Myself. Myself. Yeah, myself. Yeah. And when I came back, right before I came back, I, I, I thought to myself, like, am I really going to enjoy doing this for, what, the next half year that I have to dedicate myself to football again? And um, I don't know. I came back to America thinking, like, 
unsure of whether or not I was going to go through with it. Like, I went to a few practices, and, you know, I still had fun. I still, like, I still did what I would usually do, practice, run, and, like, start building up, like, the routine of, like, becoming a football player again. But I just couldn't do it anymore. I I don't know if whether or not it was because I was still exhausted from, like, whole China trip, but I just couldn't push myself further to do it. It was a tough decision, but I don't regret the decision. I wasn't going to get, like, playing time either because I'm not that good. Yeah, I also have to raise money or donate money to be on the team, to support the team, right? Mm-hmm. So I would be paying a bunch of money to put on a jersey and pads and a helmet and say, I was on the football team, I did this, and we got this far as a team. But in actuality, I was sitting on the sidelines uh, cheering them on and just being a cheerleader among you know, people that actually enjoy the game. I just never found myself enjoying it as much as the people that were dedicated to it, you know? Oh, well, that's kind of a given since they wanted to become football players or play football in college, you know? But, I mean, like, even the people that aren't thinking of doing that, they had, like, their work ethic and dedication to the sport was just stronger than mine, you know? I just couldn't keep up, and eventually I just I stopped coming. I talked to the coach, and he just let me go. You know, he understood about how I felt, and I mean, I still supported the team by going to the football games, but I wasn't a football player anymore. Um, isn't your school D one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know your school's like extremely athletic, well, right? In football, yeah. In, yeah, in football, all of our other sports suck. I feel like that was a really mature choice of you to make, though, because I know um, a lot of high schoolers feel obligated to continue pursuing one sport, even though they're unhappy with it. At least you had like a passion for it at some point, and then you realize this isn't worth it, right? So I feel like that was a very bold move of you to do, but it was also like a smart decision. Because ultimately, you had more time cleared up to pursue what you actually mm-hmm. wanted and, you know, spend your last year in high school really dedicating that time for yourself rather than feeling obligated to fulfill the stereotypical, like, four years of a sport or continuing a sport or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I know for our school, all the athletes there are just really hardworking and most of them are really passionate about what they do. Otherwise, they're passionate to complete their sport, um, uh, their like required sport years, just because they want to put it on like college applications and everything. It's like no matter what, most people in our school is still dedicated to what they do. But then it's just like that, like, if you're genuine yeah. about it, right? Like, if you're only doing something for the college application, it's not going to make you happy. And looking back at it, you might not regret it, but you might also regret, like, yeah. what you could have done, right? Instead of spending all those hours on sports, you could have been 
making a huge difference in your community or really striving to become a better person yourself. At that point, it just didn't make sense. I just didn't enjoy it. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like football, it's always, it's like the American classic sport, right? Aside yeah. Like baseball. But football, it's it's a whole different experience because I know most schools, at least, are always like football prioritized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was probably a really huge deal even though you were just on the sidelines, like it's, I feel like it's still a bold move of you. And I'm proud you made the decision. Good job. Yeah. I feel like most importantly, it's about the things you do want to try and the things that you know you want to. Like, obviously, yeah. the things that you need to get done, right? Your basic graduation requirements. Like yeah, you for need sure. To, you need to try on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you can't graduate. <laughs> um, but when it comes to, like, extracurriculars, that that's, like, mm-hmm. specifically what I wanted to focus on, right? Like, you shouldn't invest yourself in so many things that's going to mm-hmm. make you unhappy. Because... At the end of the day, if you do something you're not happy with, you're just going to be like, yeah. why I do it? And then you're going to be stuck in obligation. You're going to do it for one year and you're going to be like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it anymore. But then your coach is going to tell you, um, hey, you're going to join, you're going to do football again, right? And then you're going to be stuck in that, in that situation like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then you're going to tell yourself later, man, when I tell them that, right? Right. So, yeah. It's like, do you want to put yourself through that and end up worse than you came in? Unsatisfied. Yeah. Unsatisfied yeah. with And all the time decisions. you wasted, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can speak from firsthand experience. It's, or, Okay, so I'm really fortunate enough to be able to do everything that I want in my school because our school, like, as much as people complain about it, like, I find it okay. Like, I'm happy with all my classes, all my extracurriculars. But I remember there was, like, a phase in my life where I just, I was really confused about everything. Like, I always felt a pressure and, like, the need to have a plan. Like, I'm someone mm-hmm. who's very statistical. Yeah, I need organization or else uh... I will feel like a wreck. Yeah, like, my room needs to be clean 24-7 or else I will feel like a mess. Uh, well, you take like to see my room. Mess. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, oh, I saw your room. Stuff is everywhere. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, okay. I can give you All some right, organization Kondo. tips. I know. Oh God, I I, I, I wanted to like, I wanted to do it, but I just I've just been procrastinating on watching a show for like ever. Yeah. <laughs> Decluttering with joy does. Uh this yeah. Joy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Besides that, um, yeah, like I remember, like right in the beginning, um, of freshman year when I was figuring out what sports I wanted to do and. Everything with that, um, 
this is like a more personal topic that I don't usually talk about, but um, basically before that I was in dance and I was in like not a well-known studio, but you know, a studio that I was in since I was yeah. um, a kid and I was just, I love dancing. My mom, she was a dancer and I don't know. I feel like dance mm. is just a good way to express myself. I hated stretching, but I love dancing. Oh my god! Yeah, and I hated <laughs> stretching, but I still did it anyways. But I remember, um, mm-hmm. like eighth grade year, I think, um, I had a really bad accident where I stretched something in my hips, and basically, I can't really stretch anymore. I saw like a physical therapist and basically they said like I'm I can't be cured unless like I do these exercises and like maybe it'll be better I mean my hips a lot better now but still like I think it's just like always that trauma in me where like okay like if Uh I stretch what if it pops again or like the tendon it's Mm -hmm. really sensitive right so like if i stretch too much and like try to do a split or something like what if i just hear like a snap and i'll never be able to yeah like what if that happens yeah so i feel like that was like a really scary moment for me and it kind of made me change like who i am in general because i was confused on whether i should attend like the dance program at our high school like, literally right before my tendon snapped, I was planning on, like, changing to another studio and, like, actually trying to, you know, make things better. Uh, yeah. But then that happened. So, and then ultimately, it was like, should I try something mm-hmm. new and see if I like it or not? Like, that was, like, the big decision I made and why I decided to do tennis or well, like partially another reason why was um, I was good at yeah. sports tennis <laughs> so you're like oh this is the same you just swing the racket hit the ball the same. No. <laughs> real life real life tennis is actually I really tried hard. it did you have fun no yeah, dude. <laughs> it's hard but uh, um I found people that I love in tennis and now one of my best friends she was actually mm-hmm. the captain of the JV team when I first joined Mm. and she's now like my best friend so that's good basically my point in telling that story was to really put yourself out there even though it might be out of time to explore yeah explore explore what your interests are because you might be thinking oh I only like this one thing but you don't know unless you try it's kind of crazy how that trip like really shaped us because i mean for you right it like you saw mm-hmm. and it wasn't what that your purpose was and like for me at least i feel like i feel like the people there shaped me because like during the trip i feel like i listened to a lot of different people's opinions and their thoughts and just like i don't know i feel like seeing everyone's perspective it really, really shaped who I am because mm-hmm. ever since I was little, right, I was, I've always been someone who like cared about what other people felt 
I really wanted to make sure someone else was happy. Mm-hmm. And I would do like my best to make someone else happy. But then I also realized on that trip, I was like, you know what? Like, I need to take the time for myself too. Like, it's not like not everything is about other people. Like, if I want to yeah. help other people, I need to help myself first. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't be mentally unstable. Yeah. To help it just doesn't work. Mentally stable, right? It's just, it's exactly. And like, I'd be a hypocrite myself. It's like, so. um, it's like people say, like people I know, they're like, like, dude, I want a girlfriend so bad. But it's more like, well, you post all the time talking about, oh, everything sucks. I suck. Or like, I'm not, or they're, they're putting themselves, they're putting themselves down whether or not they know about it. They say they're joking, but like, deep down inside they're like you know you can't you can't expect to make people happy when you yourself are not happy basically but yeah i definitely agree with you i feel like it's more like subconsciously people automatically like they laugh while they say like haha i'm so depressed right now but like when you say that like literally everyone knows like how you actually feel like yeah. It's like people just laugh along because they can relate. There's no one in this world who's never felt sad or never felt down about mm-hmm. who they are or like what they're doing with their life. Like we've all gone through the same experience and support each other the best we can. And in order to do that, you want to make yeah. sure that you're supporting yourself. I really hope that got a point across though. And just to whoever's listening, like, please take a self-care day and really love yourself. But love yourself enough to say that, um, to be confident in who you are. Be confident. Yeah. Words. Okay. Uh, Let's go into an ad break right now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back, everyone. So, yeah, um, <laughs> Dustin, we usually have a segment on the podcast uh-huh. where we talk about our bucket list, right? So, do you have anything you want to share? I definitely want to travel more, right? I want to visit like Japan and Korea mm-hmm. and like experience what life is like in other countries. More importantly, just have fun wherever, right? Um, I want to get into a four-year college after my community college because um, that Ooh, yeah. is definitely on the top of my to-do list after uh, community college. It's definitely on the top of my to-do list. 
Yeah, see, that's something that I really admire about you. Like, despite earlier, like, you were saying how, like, you didn't care about school and everything. Like, ultimately, you really drove yourself forward and you saw well, like, the importance of trying. Yeah, it's definitely a, um, in my mm-hmm. best interests to pursue one. And if I ever, if I ever deviate from that, or, like, I get my degree and I decide I want to do something else, I always have that in my back pocket. You know, whenever I need to get an emergency job. Mm-hmm. So something uh, on my bucket list is to ride oh, in a private jet. I don't know. I think that's pretty funny because it's like, <laughs> it's so random. But like also at the same time, it's like such a good lifetime oh. goal. Oh, yeah. I totally <laughs> you get just it. don't know when it it's going to happen. Yeah. It's just... You know, it's like a once in a lifetime experience. I don't want to be bougie. That, to that's like bad for the environment. Twenty four seven. I want to be bougie as for one day. One day. <laughs> <laughs> live like um. I'm trying to think. Who's like the Bill Gates? Person, you know, he just bought a okay, sixty five million like dollar. Humble plane. about it. Okay, I do not know. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be too wealthy um, where I don't know what to do with it. Jeff Bezos, he's because he can he makes more money than he can spend literally or you can a robot um mark zuckerberg wait you haven't heard of that joke (laughs) it's either mark zuckerberg no is a robot or he's like (laughs) uh it's either mark zuckerberg is a robot or um a reptile I think I think it's more of a robot because like if you look at him, he's like he's straight faced, and like he. Oh man, it's hard, it's hard to justify that joke. Okay, wait, is that a meme? Okay. Yeah, memes are hard to be justified. Because our generation memes are like sometimes they can just be a picture and like a couple words, and they'd be super funny. <laughs> like um. Yeah, sometimes it's just a letter. Have you seen the uh, the Full House meme with like the Full House uh, title, um, the the cover. intro? Yeah, the the intro with um one letter, and it's like the letter F, and then the <laughs> caption was you, "Why am I laughing?" I think it's because so you know what's supposed to be there, but now that it's not there, it becomes funny. It's honestly yeah. really stupid, but or it's like how um, escape. I like um. Oh yeah, and the, the one with the Elmo dog and fire. fire one. Uh. No, it's like it's a dog sitting in a chair, and he's like, "What? He's like, oh, this is fine." You remember that? You know that one? Yeah, wearing oh, a hat. It was it like a chihuahua-looking one. Is, is that the one? Oh, I think I think it <laughs> I was. This is the hat. like look up. This is fine. I mean, I uh, and it's a dog wearing a hat and like in a room on fire. And he's like, "Oh, this is fine." That's a good meal. Or, oh my god, the OG vines. Oh. Uh, like, maybe maybe like I'm too old. I don't remember. I remember some of them. I don't remember a lot of them. Funny. I just searched up the This Is Fine meme. And, you know, no. when you said the dog sitting in fire, uh, I, I thought it was, like, a was like a real dog. A and it's scary. My bad. Yeah, it's a cartoon. <laughs> it kind of, it looks like a combination of, um, Pluto mm-hmm. and Mickey Mouse. Like Mickey's ears Pluto and the like dog. the eyes. No, no, Mickey. 
They all have the same no, nose. No, Mickey's nose. What? No, Mickey nose is like pointy. Pluto's is like a dog nose. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like. <laughs> just researching. I guess. Since we're coming up on time. Follow me on Instagram at z h u u k e d a jukada. That'll be the end of our podcast. Make sure to follow Study Break's Instagram at the Study Break Podcast for trailers um, before the episode airs. And thank you to my guest, Dustin. It was good to have me on. It was good to be on. Thanks for having me. Oh, here's a joke. Create all the stand-up jokes. All right. Um, I stole this one, but I won't say where. I'm scared of my girlfriend. I think she might be cheating on me. Every time I look at her phone, there's this guy texting her. Her na- His name? Alarm. That's a good joke. <sighs> all right. Oh my god. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Everyone listening's cringing. <laughs> Make sure to tune into your favorite podcast app. Follow Study Break. Every Tuesday. To a new episode every Tuesday. Thank you all so much for listening and have a good day. Bye. Have a good day. Later. Later.